Hey, this is James from survivalpunk.com. Back with a bonus episode that I told you guys I would do. So here's that bonus episode. Uh, it is, this is a Saturday, so I'm calling it still the week. I said there'd be two episodes this week. I count the end of the week as a Sunday. So new episode, part two on long-term storage food. So this episode only has three things to talk about. So may or may not even take the whole 30 minutes drive to work this morning at, what is it? Three in the morning, uh, three, three twenty, three fourteen. 14. Uh, so it's going to be on camping meals, homemade camping meals and freeze dried foods. Let's get right into it. So um, talking about long-term storage foods, I do feel, and you know what, in my getting back into the survival community uh, from my break, I started listening to some other survival podcasts, which, so I took a long break from listening to other podcasts, just other podcasts in general, like I was a podcaster for a while, they didn't consume podcast media, so maybe I got a little out of touch with other podcasters. Um, and I didn't listen to the survival podcast because I didn't want to sound like Jack. I didn't want to mirror the things he was saying, even though that's, that's, you know, like that's how I got started into it. So, um, I stopped listening to all of those. So now that I'm back into it, I'm, I, I decided to break that rule and I'm listening to other podcasts. One, um, they're, you know, they're my peers. They're, you know, I need to, I need to get to know them, you know, and I want to have a lot of them on. I want to be on their shows. So I started listening to other podcasts. I was listening to Glenn Tate's Prepping 2.0 podcast and he had an episode uh, um, about MREs and that's what gave me the idea for the long-term storage food in general. Uh, and you know what? MREs could be their own episode camping meals could be their own episode and I probably will do one on those because um, these these episodes I don't have a whole lot of time like you could dive in and talk all about MREs the components and stuff uh, but these ones I just kind of talk about them and they have a term called layering layering your food preps I like it um, I, I do believe that camping meals have a place in your food prep layer, um, they're a layer of food preps. I don't know, maybe I, maybe, you know what? It needs to have a fun acronym. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna invent a fun acronym for the, not the theory, the philosophy of food storage. If there is one, drop me an email, jamesstrawpunk.com, and uh, I'll, I'll, you know, take a look at that but I don't know that there is a an acronym and by god us survivalists love acronyms so I wish I had a drink this morning I drank a pot of coffee but now I'm a little dry mouth camping hills deserve a place in your long term food storage plan so um, and, and so they're easily testable and I've seen this a lot in some of the prepper groups I'm hanging out in. 
try your prepper food. Don't just go out and buy a pallet of Wise Beef Stroganoff and never try it. You will be sorely disappointed. I, I've so I've tried a lot of camping meals, a lot of um, freeze-dried sort of meals like that. There's also ones that are not made for camping; they're just made for preppers. Um, uh, New Mana, I think, does some. So I've tried a lot of them, and some of them, and a lot of these, you just kind of have to accept them for what they are. They're it's never going to be as good as like mama's home cooking. Some of these are darn tasty though, but they're never going to be as good as mama's home cooking. Just putting that out there. So if you, if you go into it and it's the same with diet food, like me and my wife have a term that's like, Oh, this, this is good for a, for a keto dessert or something like there. And I more so my wife than me. Like I, there are people who are super tasters and not super tasters and I don't get super hung up on food that much. I love food. That's why I've been fat so many times in my life. I love food, but I love a lot of food. Like I'm not, I don't get pigeonholed. Like, um, my wife's like, Oh, I could never do carnivore cause it's only meat and I'd get bored. And I'm like, you know, I've done, I've did carnivore before I even knew carnivore was a thing, uh, like as a month long experiment. So back to camping meals. Um, if you accept them for what they are and go into them, then you, you judge them based on that. Like, could you eat this? Um, and then there's a category that like, I could not like the, the wise brand beef stroganoff. And I love beef stroganoff. It was, it was damn, it was pretty much inedible. Like I ate what I had, but it went into like the bucket of like, I will never, I will never store this. It's like, if I, if, if I'd had some, I, I wouldn't have given them away or thrown them away, but, um, I won't, I won't buy any more. <laughs> Absolutely not. Um, you know, and I do have some, I think some wise stuff in my storage, but, um, it, it's not a thing that I'm going to continue buying. The beef stroganoff, for example, I'm never going to buy. Uh, on the other spectrum, Mountain House Biscuits and Gravy is amazing. And coming from a southern man, man, it, you know, my mama could make better biscuits and gravy. But you ain't getting better biscuits and gravy in a, in a pouch, you know. No, you're not getting full biscuits, but there's biscuit chunks in there with gravy and, like, meat chunks. You know what? It's fantastic. Me and my wife both loved it. And a lot of times, like, the freeze-dried eggs never... They don't... You're never going to have an egg again. Once you freeze-dry an egg, it's never going to be an egg again. It's always going to be, like, an egg substitute. Even though it's really made of egg, it never really reconstitutes into being amazing. Uh, so we've had, like... The, the breakfast skillet and I've had I've had breakfast skillets from a lot of companies um, Nutrient Survival makes a pretty good breakfast skillet completely edible uh, Nutrient Survival I have, I have a blog post I need to put out 
I started writing it like two years ago or something. Nutrient Survival sent me a bunch of stuff. I took some Instagram pictures. Uh, I started writing a blog post and that's right when the hiatus kicked in. So I just need to, I need to polish it off and throw it up. <clears throat> Sorry, Nutrient Survival. Um, Nutrient Survival's breakfast skillet, maybe even Southwest breakfast skillet, I can't remember, was delicious. So they do a good job for that. Nutrient Survival long-term cookies though, not delicious. Only edible. <clears throat> just, I mean, you know, if the shit hits the fan and your kids are like, oh, I want a snacky, and you got some of those cookies, they'll eat them. Hands down, they'll eat them. Um, I did not love them. But they do, they are a healthy alternative. So there's that. Um, back to the camping meal. So you know, try them. A lot of these you can get samples for not too much money uh, before you go in and buy a long-term amount. Um, so maybe say that like there's something you want to try. You might be able to find a sample size package that normally comes like a number 10 can or something or several of these bags. Try them. Do not, do not assume that it's a flavor that you like and you will like this version of that flavor. Because um, I've tried that. Um, Mountain House tends to be my go-to. It's you can find it in stores. It's fairly available. Like it's it's very easy to find it, and it tastes good. I haven't. I don't know. Like the Mountain House breakfast skillet is not fantastic. You know. Uh, but I would say on average, more of their meals I've tried have been good. Some of the other ones, not so good. Uh, and I still haven't. So I, I knew of a, I had a partner, not partner. I worked with some people that did paleo MREs and they sold out to a bigger company, but I don't know if I've seen any keto slash carnivore options. And I talked to someone in a, in a post recently and I was like there are a lot of low carb keto carnivore type options you can do just canned meats freeze dried uh, meats themselves but not a lot of these sort of camping meal type things um, they usually always pack them with rice or even replace the actual animal protein with textured vegetable protein so that's something to look out for um, but you know um, there's there's ways to skin that. Maybe I'd do an episode on like how to be a prepper if you're keto or carnivore. You know, maybe I do. Homemade options. These these are how you can solve that problem right there. Um, they don't. So they they deserve a place in your food storage, but uh, I don't super know if you have a freeze dryer at home. And man, I'm envious of you then it truly can become a long-term storage option. If you have a dehydrator at home, they're a like mid-term sort of solution. So when I was doing paleo, most of the time when I went on a camping trip or a hiking trip and I was gonna take food, like a long hike, where I was testing out stuff, I would make my own camping meals. Uh, and there's, you can do stuff with like off-the-shelf products and I've done that, like you could make like a homemade MRE where you take like tuna fish or they're like full pack stuff, you pack that in there, uh, like mayo packets. You know, you can make your own MRE like that with off the shelf products. 
prices will be a little bit higher, but you can absolutely do it. Um, but what I would do is like, I would make a, say I made a like taco bowl. I, I would, you know, I'd ground, <clears throat> you want to remove the grease. The grease is the part in these things that'll go rancid. So like you either get lean ground beef or you get regular ground beef. You cook it and you brown it. You do that. Uh, then you drain it, you wash it. Sounds gross, but you want to remove as much of that oil as you possibly can. The other is that grease so that it's a greaseless product. Um, and then I'd add like salsa to it and some, some taco seasoning to make it Southwest Mexican sort of, you know, flavored. Um, and then I would put it on my dehydrator on one of the, the trays that won't let stuff go through, you know, like the, like you're making, uh, fruit leather on, do that and then dehydrate it and dehydrate the living tar out of it and then vacuum seal it. Um, I usually would store these in the fridge or freezer just like as an added layer of protection so they're probably fine you've dehydrated them but there is a chance so between dehydrating them vacuum sealing them and fridging them you should have like a long shelf life out of them not a doctor can't give medical advice blah 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 uh, but I did this took them on camping trips and they're, I'm still alive to do this podcast. So you absolutely can make your own camping meals. Um, I will try to remember to have a link in the show notes. The, the show notes for these driving to work episodes will be pretty sketchy. And, and I'll try to get them fixed afterwards when I'm at home on the computer. Um, but, you know, just listen to the podcast. And if you if you go to Survival Punk, I'm going to... Um, Maybe the Camping Meals article is hidden in there somewhere. The website needs a revamp, uh, and that'll happen probably next year. So, I do that. You know, if you have, like, if you go pretty simple with these things, like, with a meat veg, and then even with the veg, you can you can combine differently. Like So, like, if you're making, like, a beef stew, like, you can cook your beef stew and then dehydrate it dehydrate your onions, your, your mirepoix mix, you dehydrate that, um, and then combine them in the vacuum seal package, and then add water, you know, you're gonna, you're not going to cook in the vacuum seal package, they're not, they're not made for that, you, if, if it's mylar, it maybe hold up the heat, but, um, this, you're going to need like a, a pot, you're going to add your soup, your stew to the pot, and then cook in there absolutely can do that um and it's kind of like the sky is your thing like if you've got like a meat veg and maybe a a sauce you can just mix it all together and dehydrate it um and then take it with you so uh, whatever you want to do is what you can make your camping meals as um so there you go i definitely suggest you make your own the last one is freeze-dried foods so these are going to be normally your number 10 cans um, and the sky's the limit on these suckers like whatever like whatever dietary restrictions you have there's a number 10 can that you could do uh, when I did paleo and, and my diet consisted of meat and vegetables like no grains dairy no legumes um, 
I, there's no problem store. Like people are like, oh, how can I store long-term food if I only eat paleo? How can I store long-term food if I only eat carnivore? How can I, like, low carb? There's all like, the number ten can has an option for you. There's number ten cans of meals. So, there's number ten cans of freeze-dried egg powder. Boom, carnivore. You know, beef butter, bacon, and eggs. Boom, you got your eggs. Um, beef crumbles, pork chop, like. Every meat there is, there's a freeze-dried can for it. You can store that. Um, I stored things like broccoli and cauliflower in the number 10 cans. Uh, spinach, you can store in number 10 cans. Peanut butter powder, number 10 cans. Hey, man, I would love to see what I paid. I have a, so I have number 10 can of like egg powder. And if you've seen the price of egg powdered eggs in number 10 cans recently, they've gotten crazy expensive. Like like meat prices I know like I know I didn't spend that much when I bought powdered eggs <laughs> butter powder there's absolutely powdered butter that you can store for your preps um, there's red feather butter in a can that's delicious by the way um, so whatever way you would like to eat there's a number 10 can to allow you to store food for that absolutely um, if you want to get like number 10 cans of like what is that what is that emperor chicken king chicken king chicken there's that um, mountain house does their food in number 10 cans you can get that um, there's there's a lot of just uh, these freeze-dried foods um, thrive is the one that I used to really love mountain house does them uh, which one's taking over right now harvest no harmony house harmony house Anyway, um, I've been seeing their deals on Amazon a lot recently. If you watch it, there are great deals to be had. So, check that out for sure. Um, so, yeah, that's that's long-term food storage. Like I, I'm, I covered all of the really good options. Um, this, If you haven't heard the first part, go listen to that because it's a lot more. It covers, you know dehydrating it covers home canning it covers regular canned goods um, so it covers the rest of this part and yeah if I wasn't on mobile I could have I could have done this whole episode together but I'm driving to work I only have like 30 minutes so it is what it is um, I'm gonna wrap it up here I know I haven't quite made it to work but there you go second episode this week DIY to survive you guys <laughs>